Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Come through, queen. I wanna see ya come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through, Queen. Ramona has fear of missing out. She's a FOMO case. Hey, Brendan, welcome back. Back, back, back again. Where were you? At a het wedding. Oh, during Pride Month? How could they? I know. I kept on <laughs> calling them hets, so then now everyone in my family calls themselves hets. Oh, wow. They self-identify. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Labels. No, but it was fun. It was on Cape May. Mm. Um, easy, breezy, beautiful. Um, had the time of my life dancing at a het club. You really embrace summer as well? Really embracing summer this summer. Yeah. I usually... It takes me usually into July to embrace summer, but I decided to come through earlier. Oh, yeah. yeah. I only, I'm only really embracing it when I'm up a little further north where it's cooler, like Maine <laughs> or Provincetown. Mm-hmm. Love a cool, chilly summer so night. So you won't embrace summer until late August? Until August. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um... I went to Joanne Trattoria last night. Uh, I mean, you say it as if it's your first time. This Take is... my hand, stay Joanne. It well, you have an interesting story, though. wasn't my first time, so... At the rodeo. Friend to this broadcast, Jamie, her mom was in town. So her mom brought me, Jamie, and also friend to the podcast, Honey Mustard Girl, out to Joanne. We had a beautiful time, but her mom was like, no nonsense. <laughs> hey, here's the deal. I'm going to ask the waitress about Gaga and... The dad. She kept on calling him. So she asked the waitress about Gaga and the dad, and she was like, does the dad come in? And she was like, yeah, all the time, yada, yada, yada. Next thing we know, the waitress brings Joe Germanata. In the flesh. In the flesh, over to our table. And he was like joking around with us for a second. Mm. But like, I'm now one degree of separation from Mother Monster. Uh, What did you eat? 
Um, so we got three appetizers for poor people. Um, we got the calamari, we got the spinach artichoke dip, and we got the, um, meatballs. And then I got chicken parmesan. Were they all heads? Heads? Hits? Hats? (laughs) Um, yeah. I think it was actually pretty good. It was better than, um... Our first time? Our first time, yeah. Okay. Uh, so there's some stuff going on in the news, uh... Of Bravo Universe, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Alexis Bellino, who we haven't heard from in a long time. Is... Since we haven't really heard from her since um, her kids almost drowned. <laughs> Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, she is about to go through a divorce. So this is from page six. The former housewife whose tagline on season six was, God is my savior, my husband is my king, and my body, it's sinful was hit with divorce papers on Thursday from her husband, Jim, according to TMZ. The couple tied the knot on April 16th, 2005, and Jim listed TBD as their date of separation. He also asked for joint legal and physical custody of their three kids, James, Melania, and McKenna. He wants her to pay... Wait, just one second. It's funny that her kid is named Melania because... I bet she would name a kid now Melania Even after like, her first lady. because she's like smiling ear to ear doing so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he wants her to pay spousal support. This will be the second divorce for Alexis, 41. She was previously married to her college boyfriend from 2002 to 2004. Did not know that. No idea. Uh, Alexis joined OC for its fifth season in 2009. She left in 2013. Alexis's reps didn't immediately get back to us. So, a few questions. If he's asking for spousal support from her, what is her line of income? Because he has the... Trampoline um, park. Trampoline park. Like, what is she doing? Is doesn't Does she still have that fashion line? Who's buying that? I know. Uh, does she get, like, paychecks for when OC airs repeats? I don't think so. I don't think so. And, like, they don't play... It's not like they're always playing, like, like old-time OC. Yeah. What is she doing? That's an interesting question to answer. And, like, that's earning her more money than... The trampoline park? Than the trampoline king. I don't think... I think... I don't think he owns multiple trampoline parks. I think they're just one. Oh, just a singular. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, So, would love to see Alexis come hang out with the single gals. Mm Mm-hmm. Shannon. You'd think Kelly. she wouldn't get divorced, because, like, she's all up about Jesus. Except this is her second time. I know. I guess... I bet she still hates gays, except for that one she brought around. <laughs> uh, um, speaking of people who hate gays, Giuseppe. Joe Giudice. <laughs> Giuseppe. You were so excited to say his Italian Giuseppe? name. Giuseppe? Yeah. Um, Giuseppe Joe Giudice, then incarcerated husband of Real Housewives of New York star... Teresa Giudice. New York, she wishes. Oh my God, New Jersey star, <laughs> I can't read, is in the process of being deported, officials say. Um, he's serving more than 41 month, uh, more than forty-one month sentence in federal prison on bankruptcy fraud charges, and um, he's in removal proceedings to return to his native Italy after ICE lodged a detainer on him. Um, an ICE spokesperson confirmed, I lost my spot, so let's just talk about it. We were worried about this, weren't we? I mean, it was a possibility that we have acknowledged. Um, Do you think that Teresa will follow him? I don't think no, so. There's not, no way. Not after this bodybuilding career. She's got a whole new life out of her. Fitness 
career to, to live out here in the United States of America. And she's just like the breadwinner in general with the show and like the books that she gets. Well, there was something, I don't think we reported on it, but there was a news article recently how like they are now either in, in the black or starting to get in the black as in no longer in the red. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Meaning like she must have earned some. Big checks for coming back to New Jersey. Well, that. And then she had a book deal, and the book came out while she was in prison, right? And well, then she had a second one yeah. right after that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she's, like, everyone's giving her a book deal, like, and she can't read, which is the funniest part of it. Yeah. Um, so we'll pray for her. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, and speaking of people we're praying for, Tinsley Mortimer is on again, off again. Yeah. So, according to Us Weekly, here's hoping Tinsley Mortimer didn't buy one of those wedding dresses, at least not yet. The Real Housewives in New York City star and her boyfriend, Scott Kluth, um, the coupon cabin king, um, have split again. However, there may be hope for the on-again, off-again couple who were introduced by Carol Radswell. They talk every single day and still say, (laughs) I love you. The source explains, the source must be Tinsley. She's so busy in NYC and he's so busy in Chicago that they are not exclusive right now because it's long distance. They've done this before, these little breaks. Um, They're both super optimistic and they will be able to work it out when their schedules aren't as crazy. They love each other so much. Um, Mortimer isn't telling anyone they broke up. A second source says. A second source says, Scott can't let go of Tinsley emotionally. Tinsley is hanging on, hoping that Scott will agree to marry her. I mean... Agree to marry her is, like, agree, dark. Like, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> but... Will, will you marry me? When we were talking I earlier, guess. you pointed out that we haven't really seen a ton of Scott. We only saw that, like, one scene. Well, not not just that. I think, like, last week when you were away, I might have pulled up Tinsley's Instagram account. Mm-hmm. And, like, Sky's nowhere to be found. And right. you would think Tinsley would have him on display each and every day. Yeah. Uh, so... It's, like, sad that those scenes from last week's episode, really, just, those babies are just going to stay babies. She, I feel like her and Carol should, like, find a man to, like, give the, to donate the sperm for those eggs and then raise children together. Mm, I don't think Carol wants to do that. She can do, like, a sharing program like she does with her dog. Yeah, like, baby, baby, baby. Yeah, and then the baby will be named Baby. Oh, my God. (laughs) Baby Mortimer... Radzewell. That's like a very good New, Ooh, York, yeah. a Mortimer, New York name. A Mortimer Radzewell <laughs> is the elitist of the elite. Luann is shaking. Yes. Uh, so, once again, since we don't have a ton of Bravo shows and uh, Drag Race is winding down, it just makes sense for us. I mean, we're all fans of all of it, so let's just lump them all together. If you're listening to this and you don't watch Drag Race, like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Well, I know we've converted several Many people. people who are on, like, the Facebook group, and, like, we've got new fans. And, and like, those people have thanked us. Yeah. So for do changing your, their lives. Do yourself a <laughs> effing favor and get into Drag Race. We're about to be in between seasons, so you could probably catch up. Yeah, I mean, like, Leslie Jones is doing it. Why not you? Oh, my God. Leslie <laughs> Jones's tweets are actually really good. Yeah. I like how, like, you can tell that she watches a scene, then she'll rewind it so that she can film it and talk over it. Oh, yeah. Because, like, by the time it happens, like... She can't fill right. it. Also, like, she hates Magnolia Crawford. <gasps> I mean, pretty much the whole fan base did. Yeah. Oh, also, did you see that she tweeted at Alyssa Edwards and said, 
my friend Kate McKinnon oh. wanted to let you know that like you're her favorite of all time. Or, yeah, like, yeah, she yeah, loves yeah. you. Oh. Alyssa never responded. Oh. I, Alyssa is like not tuned into social media. It's so funny. Like I, I think I've asked this before. Maybe when Chris Clark was on the show with me. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like Alyssa. She's busy. She's working, but we never hear about it. Well, she's also doing the dance studio a lot of the time, right? Well, she does that, and she's touring. I think she's, like, in Europe right now, mm-hmm. touring. But you just never hear about it. Weird. I know. I would lo- I would be interested to see, like, what does an Alyssa show consist of? Is it mostly dancing? It's is dancing it- and lip-syncing, probably. But, like, is I- there's got to be a little, like... she. I feel like ever since she did Alyssa's Secret, she has a little stand-up comedian bone in her now yeah i don't know i'd be curious to see that great Alyssa. if you um ever come to new york look dan up yeah let's see uh so but first let's get to real houses of potomac i just watched oh no i think i watched on sunday when i got home but i was also like i'd had a couple mules at lunch Mm. long car ride Mm. so i was a little tired not a corona light not a corona light a blackberry Moscow Mule, Ooh. which like hit the spot. Summer festive, and baby. our waitress looked like Tammy Knickerbocker. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, so, thankfully, the previews, at least for next week's episode, we were gearing up for the big trip. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is kind of like the there, lull before the trip, and I felt like there were a lot of scenes in this week's episode. Like, yeah, too many to keep up with. Well, we're picking up with Karen's charity. Uh, the O'Huger event with Carson Cressley present. Giselle walking in saying, Hi, nice to meet you, Carson. Mm-hmm. Giselle calling Kendall in her confessional, the horse-faced ex-wife. It's was wild. Wild. <laughs> uh, so the blue-eyed, no, the green-eyed bandits mm-hmm. <laughs> come in like a wrecking ball. I love the, like, I've said it time and time again, but like, friendship goals. Yeah, goals. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So they come in and they like grab Karen and they're like, we want to sit down and talk to you. And she's like, no, no, security, get them out. <laughs> like, you know, Karen's usually wrong. But if I was Karen, like hosting the event, I wouldn't want to go sit down and film a scene for like 20 minutes. The event is so sketchy. Oh, yeah. The fact that she's funneling money through her corporation. As Michael Darby called, I con enterprises <laughs> <laughs> it's like in the fact that she's doing that on television yeah, proud loud it's and proud so crazy yeah uh sharice is kind of like bopping back like the girls get the green-eyed bandits get kicked out and sharice and ashley go outside but like sharice is just like soaking up any moment to be in the middle of whatever's going on i hate it so much yeah uh, but I don't mind Ashley being in the middle. No, I love Ashley being in the middle. Yeah, I love No, that. I hate Sher- uh, We hate Sharice yeah, here in yeah. this family. But I think that was pretty much it for the event. Mm-hmm. It was interesting to see Carson Cressley in this I think thing. he should stay in Potomac. He doesn't need to necessarily come back to Drag Race. Ooh. No, make Ross full-time. Well, yeah, I know, true. Although Ross, I wonder how busy he's going to be with this upcoming Big Brother season is he in it he did like pre-interviews with everyone all the new castmates mm-hmm. so i feel like 
remember there was like that one hat from Big Brother seasons and seasons ago that they kept using to do all that kind of like the work Julie Chen doesn't want to do. Yeah. The heavy lifting. They got rid of him and I think it's Ross now. But like he doesn't do anything like during the actual season, does he? Mm, but that guy did things like post post elimination like longer long form interviews. Oh. Yeah, but there's, there's still time for yeah. Ross to be full time. Yeah, yeah. Uh speaking of Big Brother, I it's just around the corner. We we don't want to we don't want to commit until we feel things out. Yeah, I was just talking to Alex, but when you were getting our Poke Bowls, and he said that he's actually going to commit to watch this season because he... To prepare himself. He needs to prepare to be on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> next year. <laughs> uh, so, no promises there, but let's see what happens. Anyway, some other scenes in between. Candace is calling her dad for wedding money, mm. and he, he sh- shoots her down. Good. <laughs> Good. Uh, especially since she seems to have no clue or limit in terms of like planning this wedding. And she like lives in her mother's house. Yeah. Uh, Giselle's like planning a booth. At first when they were talking about planning the Congressional Black Caucus event, I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be like an event they were planning, but they just like have a booth for her beauty products at some other event. Like a like a convention. A convention. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it was like the biggest deal they were planning. like All you have to do is throw a tablecloth down yeah. and like put a couple like picture frames up and call it a day. Exactly. Uh we meet Uncle Lump. <laughs> I feel like there's gotta be someone you call Uncle Lump in your life. <laughs> Aren't you Bu- Uncle Bubba? <laughs> it ends there. No, Uncle Lump seems like someone they would like make over on Queer Eye. <laughs> Uncle Lump. Uh, so, Anyways, watch season two of Queer Eye. It's good. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Uh, so, Ashley, apparently, like, Uncle Lump is the, like, the responsible figure on her side of the family for her to reach out to. Which... If the most responsible person is Uncle Lump... <laughs> you might have a problem. Yeah. Uh, but, like, he, she tells her, like, he... She tells him everything that's going on with the, the whole baby conversation, and he's like, get out, get out, get out. <laughs> right? Like, Ashley, you're young. I know. You could start over. Yeah. No problem. Like, Michael's okay, and I see his, like, issues with the mother. Yeah. But, like... He also is not ever going to emotionally fulfill you. Yeah, as as a wise psychic once said. So get out, find you a young, nice man. Whoever Sharice brought to the party, like last week or whatever. Like now that she, now that she like is on TV and has this career, like she could like definitely get an upgrade. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I could also see her like bringing this Potomac thing and like. Hosting, like, something on, like, Washington, D.C. television. Like, local like, television? Like, being, like, the entertainment reporter yeah, for, like, for the local... news. Oh, my God, yeah. I feel like she's got it. She's got it. Yeah. She's a star. I mean, Giselle, like, really seeing every opportunity to drag this Kendall woman. Like, I think they bring up Kendall again, and she says, I don't care about the hay, the carrots, the sugar cubes that Kendall has seen. Um, I don't like 
someone named Kendall, you know? Especially I, with that spelling. What I are we doing here? I only need one Kendall, you know? Yeah. And that's Kenny over in Calabasas. Yeah, kind of like one Kylie. Yeah. One Kylie Jenner. One, <gasps> one Kendall Ky- Jenner. One, one, I'm going to say, I'm going to tell um, uh, Zian that you said that. <laughs> one Kylie. It is what it is. The Kylie Minogue stands over on the pier this weekend will be <laughs> livid. <laughs> <laughs> Chasing with bitch works. Uh, I didn't really care about the the event so much because it was just like a convention center. Right. <laughs> and they were just kind of chasing each other around. Uh, and then there's like some dinner afterwards that we are not privy to. Mm-hmm. However, the, the dinner leads into the next morning where Candace is in tears. What's her name? Chris is like feeling remorseful for something he did. I swear to God, the way they set this up, I thought he said the N-word. I would believe it. But that wasn't what (laughs) apparently happened. No, but I would totally believe that. He called her spoiled. And like, she's she's like, I've never had someone... People have said this to me before, but I would never expect him to say it. Like, the way they were, like, setting this up, I was like, what the fuck is going do you think on? Do you think it's a cover-up that he actually said that? No. That we should ship him off like we did the Workuses? <laughs> oh, no, my God. I Alleged, hope not. Allegedly. I hope That's not. just my theory about the Workuses, by the way. I hope not. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, like, I, and I feel like th- this clip was actually put online before the episode aired. And I feel like people were tweeting that, like, why do they set the scene up as if? Oh, people this... were. I yeah. Interesting. Uh, so this was kind of just like a mishmash episode, but we do get the preview of of Monique. It's her birthday. Mm-hmm. I th- I don't know if like her husband's like footing the bill for the trip or pretending to for the show, but they send like mimes out to invite the girls so to go freaky. to Cannes. Let's can we talk about Monique for a second? Mm. Have you noticed that like since um all of the driving stuff happened, they've been editing her and alcohol oh. conspicuously? Oh yeah. It's I noticed it um not this episode but like last week's episode when they went to the spa or whatever or, like to get their nails done. Oh, yeah, she like whipped like, out a bottle brought of wine. the wine and like they like spent a lot of moments on it. Yeah. It's so interesting. The camera lingers on her alcohol. Which is so interesting because the camera in New York avoided Sonia with alcohol for the entirety of last season. But if you look closely, she's always drinking yeah. and claims she never drank. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Speaking of Let's New get York. to New York. I love it. This episode had no business being as good as it was. Right. It's like... Well... New York's in an interesting place because we've never had sort of... It's not following the formula that, like, shows usually do because we had, like, the biggest shakeup of all shakeups to ever happen. Like, someone going to prison oh. and then rehab mid-season. Yeah, yeah. Like, we we haven't gotten that ever, so... And, like, it fell right during a filming break, so they didn't have to, like, miss a beat. right. There was not a beat missed. I mean, like, the only, like, the only inconvenience was we didn't have Lou for, like, one episode, but she was on the phone. She was on the phone. And we had footage of her yeah. in the cop car. Like, the clearest footage we've seen of it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Can I say, I wasn't here last week, so can I sure. say for a moment, yeah. I cried during the Bobby Zarin funeral. Cried. 
cried. What pushed you over the edge? The entire montage of the friendship, um, what Bethany was saying about like Bobby and how um, he cared for her. See, nothing Bethany said. Like, because you are a blind Bethany hater. Like no, you don't ever no. put your shit aside. No, like the. Go back and listen to what I said last week's episode. Like everything she said, I can't always listen had... to this podcast. <laughs> oh my god, really a ringing endorsement. Uh, everything she says always has like a wrong twist to it. It it was the montage that made me upset, and then also like Ramona speaking on it a little bit made me upset because she was probably the most in the know as to their relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but yeah. I will say, Jill's never ever looked better. Looks stunning. Stunning. Looks Brown young- cow stunning. She looks younger than, than she did she 10 did years on ago. On the show. Yeah. Which is wild. That, that hair do she used to have. <laughs> I don't know, man. Anyways, let's get back to this week's episode. Okay. So, it is... We, Dorinda and Lou kind of like Lou Lou is turning to Dorinda as like her person, her pillar of strength. But like who else was she gonna turn <laughs> to? Like honestly. Um, but we did get a blow by blow. We got the blow by blow of everything that happened twice in this episode, and I loved it each time. Yeah. We got it with Dorinda and Lou's weird ass apartment that I sort of love. Yeah. Um the, the as featured in the New York Times, um, the older rugby player was a big part of it. Um, I like that Lou. The reason she was staying in her hotel is because she was going to stay with her friend Paula, who she knew had a cat, but then she oh my god is suddenly allergic to cats. Meow meow meow. I love I a cat. Can, I can relate I to that. Angelical. I'm allergic. Yeah, but you wouldn't go to someone. You wouldn't plan on staying at someone's house. Uh, I bring a Claritin. Yeah. Okay. She maybe she just needed a Claritin. Uh, so we also hear like they're talking about Ramona inviting herself to Tom's party on the boat, mm-hmm. and like they did a fun edit of Dorinda bringing it up in the car to Bobby's funeral a week earlier, mm-hmm. and Ramona's face being like. <gasps> imagine imagine doing that to like one of your friends after i know after she got arrested (laughs) she's already been arrested and you're like oh let me call tama (laughs) and like ramona's explanation down like later on the episode is like oh like my friend wanted to go (laughs) like oh okay i guess i guess that makes it okay (laughs) um so we're going to this spa it, what's it called again? The wh- it's like the, the the Mayflower. The Mayflower. Mm, yeah, the yeah. Mayflower, which I want to go to. It's like the house is actually really nice. It's a little. I, there's a few rooms in there that are carpeted. Don't love the wall-to-wall carpeting. I can do it in a bedroom. Mm, 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 you know. Sure. Um. What was I going to say? Oh, so let's talk about the different car situations. Oh yeah, that was interesting. Uh, Bethany and Sonia travel together, and Bethany's already making a big deal about how she can't believe that she's not traveling with Carol, because Carol is right around the corner, and what does, what's the terminology she used? It was, like, something really specific. Like, it, the match didn't take or something like that, or something weird like that about her relationship with Carol. I miss that. This feels, Bethany's fight with Carol feels so produced by Bethany. 
Yeah. In like a wild way to me. But she seems to care more about the fight. Right. I don't know. Yeah. But it's like Bethany and Sonia being like the best of friends now, where not even two seasons ago, Bethany was, or was it last year? I don't even remember. When Bethany ripped Sonia apart in skinny girl offices. Right. And then like that almost made me cry. <laughs> like Sonia had never seen sadder. Right. Like getting in that elevator. Mm-hmm. Being like, well, I guess I can't do pocketbooks or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and now like they're the best of buds. Well, because what we like about this, these women is that they pivot. Yeah. And move on. Uh, okay. So in the car with Carol, they're recapping the whole Lou thing. And Carol's comment is saying, like, the real crime was Luann's dress at the <laughs> arraignment. <laughs> oh, dear. The joy that Carol gets from Luann's, th- like, Luann's fall from grace is kind of awful, but I sort of love it. Yeah. I mean, like, she's doing cartwheels. <laughs> she's, like, never been happier. <laughs> um, also... Someone in the Facebook group talked about, like, how they love how Carol's got her, like, investigative journalism hat back on with yeah. this Lou thing, asking all the questions, which I also loved. <sighs> um, I love, I also love the Carol-Ramona relationship, because if you think about it, aside from election last year, yeah. they've actually been fairly close and have had, like, this weird, odd couple relationship ever since mm. Carol first stepped onto the show. Yeah. Which is interesting. Did you say earlier Lou was with a rugby player? Yeah, I thought they said no, rugby. No, it's a poker player. No, I'm pretty sure it was a rugby player. I think a poker player makes a little bit more sense. I think you have a poker player in your brain because of that Jim Celebrity Ritter. Apprentice clip. I can't wait for us to figure out the answer. Okay. Uh, I'll try to Google it. No, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be too difficult. You're not going to be able to get that answer. Uh, so Lou is talking about the jail cell. Mm-hmm. There's no blanket. Mm-hmm. There's no water. Mm-hmm. No, nothing. They threw me a bologna sandwich. And, it, <laughs> and inside, and a mustard packet. <laughs> or do you think she was just like such a hungover mess that like she accidentally slipped the mustard packet in? Uh, I mean, I would like to think by the time she got to the, the, like, the holding cell, she may have been a sobering experience. I don't know. I think being put into handcuffs might be a sobering experience. It wasn't for her. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Dorin and Lou get there first. And as they as they arrive, there's like a huge bucket of like 10 bottles of rosé. Oh my God, I was like, what a like, perfect way to arrive. <laughs> like for myself. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. And then, and then Dorinda asking them to move the bucket to her room. <laughs> also, Dorinda having a glass of wine right when they got My there. Oh my god. Dorinda, you can't... I mean, like, I spend time around, like, recovering alcoholics and all that thing, and it's fine, but it's, like, not the first thing when it's just the two of you. Wait till dinner, wait till everyone yeah. else arrives, wait, or something. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, weird to... For for just to be the two of you, and right. for you to be running to get to, to that glass, right? <sighs> so Bethany and Sonia roll in, and they're not allowed to give out rooms yet, other than the fact that 
Lou gets the best room. This this bugged me that Bethany was on such a tear about that. Because she was like, why are you trying to control me? Why are you trying to control me? What, like, yeah, 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 I just want to go to my room, yada, yada, yeah. yada. Like, but like in Mexico, you were the one who made people pick numbers for the room. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, like, yeah. don't act like you're above this shit. I know. Dorinda just wants everyone to get there and it, for it to be fair. Yeah. She's all, Bethany's also trying to make this little thing with Dorinda. Yeah. And like make this storyline about like them butting heads about like Dorinda trying to control her or something. And it's not working. Yeah. We're, we're, I mean, we'll always be Team Dorinda, so... Yeah. Nice try, Even when she drags Sonia for no good reason, yes. I'm still Team Dorinda. <laughs> but then Bethany's handing out, like, gift bags, too. I can't... She's trying to kill me. It's scary. It's scary. <laughs> it's scary. <laughs> and, and Sonia grabbing the gold tissue paper out of the trash can. <laughs> I love this woman. Just, just to... Just to throw it into the basement with all the like mayonnaise. Oh my god. So then we're treated to what Bethany says, the Emperor really has no clothes. The flashback of Lou through the years, I like my head was spinning. <laughs> like from Lou teaching Victoria and the girls. Like manners, table at the, manners, table manners, <laughs> and like, oh my! It was just wild. I love that flashback. Same. Uh, um. Oh, I like Dorinda's explanation on the on the relationship with Bethany. She says, uh, like how it's like the weather. She says today it's raining in the relationship today. Relationship today it's sunny in the relationship. I just never know what the weather is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so then everyone else gets there. Um, should we talk about dinner? Sure. So dinner is when the first thing that happened was the Ramona asking Tom to go to the party news came out, Mm -hmm. which was great. And like the way Ramona deals with like when she's on the defense and then like quickly pivots is like a masterclass. Mm. And, like, even, like, Bethany was, like, I, like, can't be mad at her. Like, it's, it's, there's something about this woman where it's, like, everyone knows she's, like, awful and crazy, yet she spins it and deflects, and then, like, all of a sudden she's good again. Yeah. Um, but then she took the picture and posted it. Oh, my God. And I remember when that picture picture went up. And Same. we were like, lose out! Same. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the problem. Everyone's screaming, lose out. And... And she's at the table with everyone drinking wine. I know. But I remember thinking when that picture first came out, I remember analyzing the picture and like <laughs> looking at it and being like, oh, there's no wine near Luann. <laughs> yeah. But like the common person is not going to like count the wine glasses and right. do the math. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, then they do a little montage of like them speaking about sex playlists, mm-hmm. which is pretty funny. Yeah. Tinsley not knowing that people play music during sex is wild. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you like sat and thought about that for a second. Uh, so what else happened? Um, so it was just the fallout of the picture the next morning. Um, Luann's publicist called her um, yeah. upset. And then we got the like little thing with um, Dorinda and Sonia... Um, where Dorinda was commenting on 
Sonia's ring and the fact that she still wears the Morgan family crest or whatever. On, on her little slippers, the reindeer on the slipper. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, it goes back to like comparing widowdom to divorce dumb. Yes. Which is just like. Yeah. And like Bethany, though, is just like ride or die with her best friend. It's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> She's not a Morgan, her daughter's a Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh,. And it was weird. It was the first time I feel like Dorinda's ever mentioned her f- her first husband. Right. Ralph. The one who um, was emotionally abusive to her. Yeah. According to Sex in the City. Uh, yeah. So Susan Sharon. So then, yeah. So I think we're pretty much, we're still up there mm-hmm. in the Mayflower. Mm-hmm. We'll be returning there next week. And we're loving it. We're chugging along. Chugging along. Uh, so last but not least, it is what we've been looking forward to for the past few snooze episodes of Drag Race, Mm -hmm. the reunion. The reunion. And I thought it was a great reunion. I think though the season nine one was better. Yes. Agreed. Uh. This one was like a lot of like emotional porn. Like they just were trying to like bring everyone's like sob story out. Again. Again. Which like we already... We already covered it, so like, why are we covering it again? Yeah, like we got Dusties, we got Blairs, we got Moniques. Yeah, like all in a row. Um, so let's talk about who on the reunion were the winners, who were the losers. What are we thinking? Okay, let's talk losers first. RuPaul. Yes, the biggest <laughs> loser of them all. I mean, we've seen the side of Ru back to season one, the Tammy Brown days. Mm-hmm. And it's just so, like, do you think you're a, a contestant on the show? Like, why are you acting like this? Also, just like... You're supposed to be above it, like Andy. But, like, not living in sort of, like, the reality that the rest of us are living in. Oh, yeah. It's just, like, a very... Uh, someone who's been rich and privileged for a long time and had, like, money, fame, and power for a long time acting as if they are on the same level as people who are like very new to all of this yeah. and like still struggling is wild to me. And I mean, I can only imagine I'm just like picturing this, but if I was one of the black girls, I would be like crawling out of my skin, listening to Ru- RuPaul talk. Yeah. Um, which like Asia basically was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I just feel like Michelle should be the one hosting this. Yeah, I mean, like, or at least have Michelle there as, like, a sidekick yeah, or yeah. something. Like, talk, to talk Rue down a little bit. Though, like, Michelle doesn't really ever talk Rue down. That's true. Um, Other losers. Uh, Cameron Michaels. Cameron Michaels, oh my god. Looking like Chad Michaels more and more every day, which is <laughs> wild. Um, <laughs> but, like... We thought Cameron Michaels was just, like, a snooze-fest boring person, but now we learn that snoo- uh, she's not a snooze-fest boring person. She's a bad person she's, who is not nice to her fellow queens. She's mean. She's mean. Uh, someone posted some story online about how, like, a fan or some someone, like, threw a beverage at the Vixen, and, like, everyone, all the other queens in the room, like... We're, like, consoling Vixen and, like, taking care of the situation. And, like, Cameron just, like, sat there and didn't do anything. <laughs> awful, awful. Um, the next loser, Eureka. Yeah. 
Um, I will not take any defenses of Eureka, so you can keep it, Connor. Oh. Um, she just proves that she's tone deaf in a huge way, and like doesn't get. She doesn't get it at mm-hmm. all, and also like, did you see the thing that like the vixen was talking about where? Eureka posted a photo of her like dressed up like Nefertiti and like then copied and pasted from like Wikipedia something about Nefertiti, but it like the picture was looked a lot like one of the Vixen's outfits. Or okay. something like no, that. I didn't see that, yeah. I mean I saw the picture that, that Eureka posted, but I didn't see the Vixen's involvement in it. I hope all. I don't follow Eureka on Instagram. I won't need to unfollow her if I do. The only season ten girls I follow mm-hmm. are Asia. Mm-hmm. Monet and Monique. I follow. I follow all of them. Oh, and Calorie. <laughs> um, the Vixen, Aquaria, and I think that's it. Um, but speaking of other losers, Calorie and anyone else who, at the end of the thing, said that they wanted Eureka to win. Yeah, I mean that. <laughs> like Calorie just using like saying the same line again. I want to see a big girl win. It's like okay. Like, you want to see this terrible big girl to play? True. <laughs> uh, it was a very funny interaction with her and Vanjie, though, in terms of when, like, Vanjie shut her down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Vanjie was a winner for the most part, except she said Eureka as well. Yeah. Which was too Sad. bad. Um, so, two of my biggest winners, I would say were Dusty. Dusty was a winner to you? Yeah. Dusty dragged Cameron to yeah, hell yeah, and yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, I liked that. She uh, also tried to drag Michelle. Oh, I don't remember She, that like, part. said, like, I never loved you, or whatever, which I hate. Oh. Like, it makes my skin <laughs> crawl when she says the, I never loved you. Ugh. Uh, get, get that promo, baby. <sighs> and Monique, I thought, came across... She is so well this episode. A fucking shining ass star in the sky. Even when it wasn't about her, her reactions to everyone else, like my eyes were always on her. Yeah, same. Um I thought Vixen actually was like handling the whole conversation very well. I thought so too. And I think um like the best she's ever handled like a confrontation. Yeah, and I famously like Anna Kendrick has not always been my favorite person, but I'm now an Anna Kendrick fan because she did a nice tweet about the Vixen. Mm, interesting. She said, like, I would have walked away too, yada, yada, yada. Um, the biggest winner, though, mm. Asia O'Hara. Yeah. Shining star, give her the show. Um, <laughs> she could mentor young drag queens better than anyone ever could. Um her points to Rue were like so on point and she didn't back down from what she was saying. Um, and during pride season, during pride season too, <laughs> on top of it all, uh, Yuha was kind of a non-entity. Yeah. <laughs> and dressed like, uh, the ring girl, the but ring like, girl. yeah, I think she was dressed like that because the challenge she got kicked off on was when they were doing the team challenges where her team was dressing up like ugly people for like yeah. a PSA or an infomercial or something sure. like that. And like, I think that she was like trying to get her like redemption in that way, but they never talked about it. So it was just like, or they did and they just like cut it from the episode. Right. Yeah. 
Blair was also kind of a non-entity besides just re- like relitigating mm-hmm. all the past yeah. trauma. But she looked great. Yeah, she did look great. Um, Aquaria, brown cow stunning. Aquaria looked great. Mm-hmm. Jumped in and out a little bit, but wasn't that big a part of this reunion, really. Well, because next week will be her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think Cracker came off well this episode. Yeah, so, like, this is my thing with Cracker. It's, like, she says... The things that she says are funny, like, but she doesn't deliver them in a way that makes me want to laugh. Like, I thought her thing, what she said about Vanjie, is a funny joke, but just the delivery, like, didn't land. Like, you could see, like, the gears turning, like, as she's saying. Right, like, she's been waiting to say that, but, like... She could have had that up her sleeve. Just, like, deliver it like it's an off-the-cuff comment. Yeah. Yeah. Are we leaving anyone else out? Mayhem. I I thought she was going to go in, like, a really bad direction during the Asia RuPaul stuff, but she, thank God, didn't go too far. So she was also just a non-entity. Yeah. Although I do have to say, I don't know if you caught this yesterday, she posted a... I believe it's a Facebook message Aquaria sent to Mayhem, like saying what a big fan of Mayhem she was and like asking like her some question and blah, blah, blah. And like had a really sweet message screenshotting that, that message sent six years ago saying like, uh, you know, Aquaria started out as a fan of mine and now I'm like happy to say I'm a fan of hers Mm -hmm. as well. And it was like so heartwarming. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, everyone seems to really, really love Aquaria, which is so, yeah, which I everyone. never would have guessed at the beginning of the season. Yeah. I think like her, her fight with Vixen at the beginning of the season, she really took it to heart and like made some changes and like started learning from other people. And like, I think people really appreciate that. She like Aquaria kind of started like probably the most like Violet Chachki. Yeah. Whereas no one ever really fell in love with Violet Chachki. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone loves Aquaria. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, so, we got the finale next week. I can't wait to watch with my people next week. Oh. <laughs> You're not included. <laughs> <laughs> what a freak. Uh, but we'll obviously be having plenty to say about that. Uh, but before we close out the show... Let's do our Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. It's Drag Race-centric this week and not surprising in either case. Mm-hmm. Brendan, who's our Freak of the Week? RuPaul. RuPaul. Andre Charles. Please stop giving us these like psycho- like psychology sessions. And, and do you know what? RuPaul, read a book. <laughs> Other than Guru <laughs> and whatever else. And our One True Queen. The, uh, one thing about RuPaul, it's oh, so sure. interesting that like... RuPaul gave us this show and like the fandom this this show that this show but like everyone seems to like everything about the show except for the host which is weird and which is also funny cuz Ru keeps winning for as host right i mean i will say i think He's a good host when it's, like, all on script and, like, all of that. When it's, like, the pure Jeff Probst hosting duties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But, Not when like she's ad libbing. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that. Uh, and our one true queen. Um, Asia O'Hara. Yeah. I think like the more I think about her, like she's quickly climbing to be like one of my top drag race queens of all time. Mm. Um, just like great, great. And she wasn't even like on my radar when the show started. Yeah, she was in what, my my three, but my three was re- wasn't like based on favorites. It was based on who I thought would go far. Um, Calorie Kardashian. She wasn't in my three. Oh, she wasn't. No, it was uh, Asia, Eureka, and Monet. Judging you for that, Eureka. I wasn't rooting for her, but I thought she would go far. I had Vanjie, <laughs> who actually is the true winner of the season. She's going far, farther than them all. <laughs> um, Monet and Mayhem. Yeah. And me, like Aquaria, thought Mayhem would go far. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so thank you for tuning in this week. Yeah. Um, we didn't get any calls this week, so we want to remedy that for next week. So call us at 717-47-FREAK. Especially, I'm sure you guys are going to have something to say about the finale. Yeah. Something to say about New York. Butterfly kisses, you know? Oh my god. Uh, and you could email us if you're shy at comfortqueen at gmail.com. You can follow Dan at IDKIDK. You can follow me at not Brendan. You should be joining the Facebook group if you're not already in it. Um, great conversations happening regularly. Yeah, additional news that's like not fit to print here, such as <laughs> uh, Lala's man asking for permission to marry her. From whomst? I'm assuming her parents. Her dad just died, didn't he? Maybe the mom then? No. Um, Feminism, sorry. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I want to see you come through, Queen. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.